It sounds good. Hey, I'm I'm Colin Farrell. Hey, I'm Colin Farrell over here. Hey, I'm not actually Colin Farrell. I'm Dr. Movies. And I'm Rachel. And today we're going to talk about The Batman. By director Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. Also featuring Colin Farrell and John Turturro. For some reason. I mean, good for him. I think John Turturro did a good job in this movie. I've never never felt him as a menacing figure. No, I mean, because honestly, this is so not fair of me. Um, I see him and I think of the Transformers movies. Um, That's his burden to bear. He brought that on himself. (laughs) That's his burden to bear. But he was good. I just like, yeah. I mean, he was. I... I enjoyed him in this. I think he did what he needed to do. Absolutely. Um, but let's begin at the beginning. Uh, Batman was created by Detective Comics. No, um, no, 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 no. I think a better place to begin is at the point where Batman became more of a widespread cultural phenomenon. Outside of nerds. Outside of nerds. Because people have said like, oh, there's the Tim Burton movies. And uh oh, there's, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Frank Miller's run on him where he turned him into like a right wing yeah. figure and stuff. Yeah. And he has all these fascist things in it. And it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that was like mostly just like that was nerd shit or, you know, Tim burton shit. Or, I mean, even worse, Joel Schumacher shit. Right. Because he got two of them. And like, I think that that is kind of. Adam West shit. Yeah, I mean, but when we're thinking about, like, it's not the, shit. It's the just trajectory of, of Batman, I do think that, like, the Schumacher movies had a really negative impact, and, because they were just, they were so bad, bad. they bad, were so they were bad. bad. Uh, I mean, they're they're fun to watch in the kind of, like, bad movie way, but, like, Batman isn't cool in those. Like, it doesn't make Absolutely Batman not. into, like, a cool interesting guy. No. And then that all started to change for the wider public. With Christopher Nolan's. With Christopher Nolan's. Batman Begins. But yeah. really more importantly, I think, to everyone, The Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Batman Begins defender. I think that it's, I think it's great. I am too. But, uh, but like, The Dark Knight is really like, that was a cultural Yes. As a cultural phenomenon, it begins with The Dark Knight, I think. Yes. And it's not just Batman. It's also the Joker, which it's we'll not, talk about. Uh, yeah. Because the Joker. that is kind of the genesis of like the Batman as like a, a thing in the discourse. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's time to to talk about Batman in the discourse. Yeah, and I think that uh, the Batman twenty twenty two really is about Batman in the discourse. Yes, absolutely. Even more so than two thousand eight was, but. I'd like to read uh, something I prepared uh, on the, Wonderful. Thank you, Dr. the 2008 Movies. Batman, The Dark Knight, because it was a, a cultural phenomenon. And, but, so this new Batman does want to be political. Certainly. Definitely. Certainly. It absolutely does. And people have always wanted to make Batman political more than any other superhero. So... But it really took off, as we said, with The Dark Knight in 2008. So this was like, I, we, we both rewatched it last night. Yes, yeah. We actually simul-watched it, which yes. was which was great. Um, kind of felt like, wa- like rewatched like in preparation, knowing that mm-hmm. if anything, like this movie was probably going to be drawing a lot from the Nolan movies, mm-hmm. 
Well, it has to. It has. It has. Yeah, there, there's no choice. But like, I mean, actually, there is a choice. I suppose you could model it after the Snyder DC movies that also have Batman. True. true that's true. He could have. Yeah. Which, but but there were feel like, you know when you're watching the trailer, you kind of get this the feeling that it's right. going to kind of go more towards the Nolan stuff. And towards something more original hopefully or at least that's what the director intended yes yeah certainly so Uh, yeah so please please share with us your your dark knight thoughts so yeah this was my quick summary of what i thought of the dark knight uh more than any other superhero everyone wants to make batman political why Despite coming out in 2008, it's possible The Dark Knight is the quintessential piece of Obama-era pop culture. A rough political reading. The anarchic nihilism of post-9-11 terror is represented by the freaking twisted Joker. But the apparatus of the state is too corrupt, weak-willed, mired in bureaucracy, or busy observing pesky civil liberties to challenge him. But Batman can. Existing outside the law. Self-sufficient. However, I think it's a mistake to read Batman as either neoconservative or a libertarian fantasy. Bruce Wayne wants to stop being Batman. He longs for a time when there are people within the system pure and good enough to trust with justice, like Jordan, or excuse me, like Gordon, Harvey, Harvey Dent, and Barack Obama, question mark? (laughs) So is Batman a centrist liberal? No. As Dent says, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And then he does. Boom, Obama. This would seem to anticipate Obama's arc as ultimately a failure to the progressive cause. We're not going to debate that here. But Yeah, um, I think we're not going to debate that. Because it's not up for debate. Yeah, just accept it as the way that things are. Yeah. And yet, Batman, at the end of the movie, believes it's important to hide Dent's failure from the public, saying, sometimes the truth isn't good enough. Mm. So what are we to make of this? I believe... It's a mistake to read this Batman through a purely political lens. You have to do it through a spiritual one. In Gotham, the only law worth observing is a code of honor. The Joker wouldn't want to exist without the Batman, and the Batman would not be required to exist without the Joker. But Batman doesn't really represent order. He represents the personal will required to shoulder the burden of goodness in a random, uncaring universe, a burden which is never fairly distributed. We can aspire to shape society, but change is only certain at the level of the individual. The soul of the individual self is privileged above all. So if Batman has any political affiliation, I would argue that it is simply American. He is ex- an expression of Americans' moral angst. So what does the 2022 movie have to tell us about the Batman? Yes, I think that it that the Dark Knight kind of being emblematic in some ways of the Obama era, um, I, I think it tracks. I mean, like it has the benefit of not having actually come out or like having been made during the Obama era, it came out a few True. even months before he was elected. Right. But I think that, that like that's that enhances its purity. Yes, it's because like, it's... it was really tapped into what was going on in America. Exactly. It's not about Republicans and Democrats. It's, it's, it's about America. What you like hope. to see, I, I always say it's like, it's dangerous to sort of like, we, we talk about it a little bit where it's just dangerous to say like, this arrow was about X mm-hmm. or Y or, or whatever. Like sometimes the things are just discrete events, yeah. but sometimes things rhyme. Mm-hmm. And I think the Dark Knight rhymes with the Obama administration. Yeah. And that's just like the general political attitude of the 2000s. But also, I don't think that movie is as politically coherent as people want to make it what are the what are the kind of pitfalls you see there well 
I mean, just that in the sense of like people love to say Batman is like this quintessential libertarian fantasy. And like, I think that's in there, but it's not mostly what Batman is. Mm. It's like a morality tale. It's like, yeah, I mean, I think that I think that what you you mentioned in terms of like Batman doesn't want to be doing this. Right. He wants the like the apparatus of the state to be sufficient and capable enough to kind mm-hmm. of handle like he does see that as you know the state's responsibility but they're just not capable right and if and if only they were capable if only they, they were wouldn't, capable, they then wouldn't he would need to do then this he wouldn't have to bear this terrible burden you're making me do this yeah you're making the batman punch people in the face and i am privileged yes but also i've suffered a great tragedy yes so uh, you know, and I'll say, I, it, we might be jumping around a little bit, mm-hmm. but I don't, actually don't think that the Batman 2022 did a good job of kind of resolving that thought or really honestly it brought addressing it. Up, it. it brought it up. And but then, it didn't resolve it because it can't be resolved. Which makes me honestly feel like, then why even bring it up? Well, actually, because that's like, not... well, I think the movie thinks it can be resolved. Mm. Because folks, I essentially think that Batman, the Batman... 2022 the batman is essentially being like a pure-hearted white boy Mm. and if you're a pure-hearted white boy you get a cute girl Mm -hmm. cute poc girl Mm -hmm. who's into you yeah um but you're not like allowed to be into her kind of apparently apparently we'll get into that um because we were both really hoping for some erotic I know for some something because I think that like I don't think, I think the Dark Knight has a lot of sex stuff going on in it. I don't think that it's necessarily a sexual erotic film, but I do think that it's kind of more tapped into that than than this Batman. Oh, I disagree. I okay, think that tell uh, me more. I think okay. that the other okay, movies audience, are completely also, sexist. To, to be like sex less. To be clear, uh, Doctor Movies when we were watching this last night told me that he doesn't think that Christian Bale is sexy. I don't. I don't think he's sexy. I think he's hot. Which I think is he's so good wrong. looking. He looks. He looks like a, a GQ model, but he's not sexy. He's not. He's like he loves Rachel. Rachel. He does he, love Rachel, but he doesn't like lust for her. Okay, that's true. I guess maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm not cheating, has to, but I'm but pulling in just, other Nolan part like I'm like, like Dark Knight Rises. Like he doesn't he, even really lust for Catwoman in that. Although she is sexy. But he does lust for Talia al Ghul. Does he? God, I, I only saw the movie once. They they do sex in front of oh. a fireplace. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that happened. But, okay, okay, but you know, that I think... But see, I completely forgot about I that. I think that's un, also unfair for me to bring in, because we're really talking about The Dark Knight. We're um, talking about The Dark Knight, because that's the most sort of focused expression of what Batman was in that time. I guess I guess to, to to clarify what I was saying, I wasn't necessarily saying that that Batman in the Dark Knight is sexual, but I think the Dark Knight has more psychosexual things that it's willing to kind of address. I think that like the Joker has a lot of stuff going on. I think mm. that there's there's sexual. Well, certainly, yeah, the, yeah, there is sexual intimidation. That's true. He's just like I like that you're. But Batman, but that's not coming from Batman. That's coming from the freaking Joker. It's coming from the most Joker. chilling depiction of a human being ever rendered on Which the page I guess or is screen. Kind of saying a lot, right? Yeah. The only one who wants to fuck is the freaking Joker. The freaking Joker who has a girlfriend 
named Harley. Well, actually, we also know that uh, Rachel, Maggie Gyllenhaal, she's also horny in that for justice. That's true. She's like, oh, Harvey. Harvey, you want to take the dress today off? He like grabs the gun from this guy, tries to kill him. He's like, I suggest you buy American when you're trying to kill a public servant because this gun malfunctions. And she's like trembling. She can't She's like, oh, Oh, wow. Wow. Harvey. It's fine. (laughs) Um, But that movie's good. Our, Our verdict was essentially that The Dark Knight slaps. I did feel like the Batman was in some ways like remixing parts of the Dark Knight and not in terms of the story. No. But I mean, I mean, yes, like you're you're playing with comic book characters and so there is mm-hmm. going to be like a, a similar cast. Right. But I don't know. There was just something about it that felt I, I don't want to say derivative because that feels mean but like it was channeling. Um. Well, but the Dark no, Knight. I think that is fair because sorry, but like. Unfortunately, if you're gonna if you've decided to franchise Batman like you franchised James Bond, mm-hmm. which essentially is that's what this is. It's just yeah, we're gonna do new Batman franchises for the rest of our lives. Yep, probably. Yep, that's just how it is um, now. So what is this iteration? Mm-hmm. But yes, that is a derivative. You know, like I don't think it's too harsh to say that because it's just like sorry, that's what you're doing. So unless you want to make a new superhero that represents something else. Which you clearly don't. Which you clearly don't because it's, I mean, the director even said, he was just like, there's other movies I want to do. If you want to make a movie mm-hmm. that is shown in theaters on a large scale, you have to make one of these movies. Yeah, you have so to make I an IP I was, movie. I would do it. Yeah, yeah. You, have to make, you have to make recognizable IP. That's what he yeah. said. Um, Which is grim, but it's super I don't think grim, that he's wrong. But he's not wrong. So I think he did try to make a heartfelt movie here. Um, it's not soy. It's not soy. No. It's, it has something it wants to say. It has like a big message, more than The Dark Knight even. And The Dark Knight had something it wanted to say. Yes, I, yes. But I've, this one e- drills down on it more specifically than The Dark Knight. And I'll, for better or worse. Yes. Yeah. Do you agree? It's really drawing, doing a lot of parallels with the Riddler and, and Batman and like how similar they are and you know and which yes. is which is which also is what happened for the course with which, Batman which is par for the course with Batman you're also, as insane as I am all the although I think that, that sometimes way. you know they they draw the line more closely than than other times yes, but definitely. I do think that like it's also done in in the dark night because they're kind of like mirror images well and I think he did they did it really well in this I I that, that's the part of the movie that I really enjoyed yeah. for sure you're not going to get me to disagree with that Let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. What I, what I wanted to say was it is an earnest movie, but I think that also because it's earnest, he really lingers he, on uh, what he, he lingers. lingers on every piece of the movie. And the first thing, the first thing we see, he lingers on for like two minutes too long, because the first yeah. thing we see is just like an establishing shot of someone looking through goggles. Batman. We later find out it is at. Like this kid getting dressed up for Halloween. Wait, are we sure that that's Batman? I think so, yeah. Because the goggles are like, he looks through those same goggles. I guess I thought that it was... The Riddler? I thought it was Riddler because it's like, then it shows him like going there and killing him. Oh shit, okay. No, no, no. I actually, I think that I think that's a fine thing for you to have said. Okay. Because I think that like illustrates a problem. True. First of all, but it also like because because yes, Batman later on in the movie is the kind of the the person peering through the goggles, which I think is just another way that you know he's kind of drawing a parallel. So different, you and okay. So it's the Riddler looking at this family through their goggles. It's the mayor's family. It's it's the freaking Riddler. The freaking Riddler. Um, and but we don't see him. 
and it establishes that it's Halloween. It takes like two minutes to establish that it's Halloween. It's Halloween, but and at the end of the movie, they also tell us what day it is. It's November 6th. So this happened, an, un, like the events of this movie happened in under a week. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. All right. It's it's it, Which I thought was Good a cool catch. thing for them to, to yeah. include. Yeah. That's nice. Give us a little sense of... Yeah, the, yeah, sense, okay. yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. how I felt when I, when I heard it. Um... So the the mayor is murdered. Oh no! The mayor is murdered, and we know something is kind of up because he is. They're watching. There's a there's an election going on right now, and he's up for mm-hmm. re-election. He's watching and Alexander a debate. Uh, Ocasio Cortez is yeah, running for mayor. In, she's in that for some reason. <laughs> um, um, it's just like it's like very clearly a kind of like a, a young an a, like poly- a young yeah. person of color who's like pretty and is like running on like a hope and change, change and blah message. blah blah. But yeah. like he, you know he gets on the phone. He's like how is she still ahead? Like, what is this? Like, this shouldn't be. And he's like, oh, I can't deal. And like, so like, we know something's like up. Like something's right. not quite, right. quite right about all of this. Uh, and then actually, I think that this part is really cool. So they have like the, the mayor standing kind of in the middle of, of the frame watching the TV. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's facing the camera. And then, he moves and you see like the Riddler the standing Riddler. in the back, like in like shadowed, like you see like his, yeah. his it glinting off of his glasses. Like, cool. It's I think they cool. do a good job with the Riddler. I, uh, I also, I agree. I like the Riddler a lot yeah. in this. And also, the, this is I, as good as you can make the Rid- the goddamn Riddler. Yeah. If you have to compare name this and Jim Carrey, Riddler. then yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm sad that they didn't actually name him Edward Nigma, which is his oh, name, his actual comic. Because so Enigma, because Riddle and Mystery. Do you get it? Some people really get off on this stuff, too. They really love and that you, shit. And that's what you have to remember is that, like, they're like half the time they're trying to please those people. Like, ooh, I hate this little thing. And he's got, like, great little penmanship, like they all do. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we love the Riddler. Yeah. Um, so he kills the mayor. Right. Uh, and then we switch over to. The Pats Man. Right. So Pats Man is coming in with yeah. Commissioner Gordon to investigate this crime scene yeah. of, of what the Riddler's done. The Riddler's like taped this guy's face up and he killed him. Yeah. And wrote on his face like, I'm the fucking Riddler, No bitch. more lies. No more lies. And so Batman's like, all the cops are like, we can't have this vigilante in the crime scene. Oh, and Commissioner hey. Gordon's just like, chill out. It's fine. Chill out. He, it's okay. Um, and Batman's like, uh... I'm doing like Actually, Sherlock Holmes Batman's stuff. Batman's not doing, he's not saying any words. He's just staring. He's just looking at stuff. But but when he does say words, he like, it, it's just to answer the riddles. It's just to answer the riddles. That are appearing, which yes. is like Zodiac Killer-esque riddles. Yeah. And the Batman, mm-hmm. he picks up on this right away. So mm-hmm. it's like the first riddle is like, like what does a liar do when he dies? He oh, yeah, lies and he's like, still. Lie, he lies still. And yeah. Like, he's still even still lying. And this is also an area where we start to see, or... A, a recurring theme with Jeffrey Wright's Jim Gordon, which okay. is that he fucking explains everything. Yes. He, he sure he, does. He just there's ex- a lot of dialogue in this There's movie, a lot of, and like, I think that it makes Jim Gordon come off as really stupid. It's he like, has like the iced tea roll. He the, has the iced tea roll and I don't know why. And well, I because, just like. Well, he always has though. He's like the, the device it, to, for Batman to like bounce ideas off. Yeah, of. but it's like it's much and look smarter. It's not as bad in the Dark Knight. In this, he's just like saying things that are patently obvious, <laughs> and he's he's got you know. I was pretty stoned, so it helped me. You ever seen you ever seen Lord of the Rings? 
Yeah. Do you ever sure see have. fucking Legolas just saying words to the, just to establish things? And you're like, wow, yeah, I fucking get it. Uh, the the, the sky is red. Like, There's yeah, a foul voice do. on the air. Yeah, it's like, oh it's my god. So it's like, shut up. No, that's like, cool. I <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, I I love Lord of the Rings, but I was just really struggling with with this Jim Gordon because. I mean, and also, this is something that we can talk about in terms of the lingering. Well, I mean, that's the real sin, I think. I feel it's just like, like, why are we still talking? Why are we still talking? And also, why are we still talking so slow? So, Was oh everyone told to talk fucking slow? The editor could, oh my, yeah, I mean, I think so. Because but it's like, just like, I'm saying the, ri- is this what's happening? It's There's a scene where like, it's Holy later fuck. in the movie where uh, Robert Pattinson is talking to Andy Serkis as Alfred. Yeah. And um Alfred and Batman have like a 10 fucking minute long conversation. It's just like when is this going when to is this end? going to end and like like I... there's a lot of like emotional things happening in the scene but it's still just like this come on. Come on. Come, come on. on. Come on. This can this can end. Yeah, at any time. Um but so okay, so the Riddler's out there. So far we he, just he's riddling hard. He's riddling hard and there's like we, we're getting also some sniffs of like organized crime that's yeah, you know yeah, the yeah. police department's the a little corrupt. And as, Falcone yeah, and the Falcone and and the Penguin. The Penguin is the right-hand man of John Turturro's character Falcone who's yeah. the real boss. Yeah. Spoiler alert, he's the real boss. Um so what happens is there's a thumb drive. And oh, right. that the Riddler leaves and Batman and Commissioner Gordon, they plug it in. They're like, oh, it's a thumb drive. And there's like a severed thumb tape to it, which is kind of a funny. Yeah, thing. it is funny. A thumb drive. And uh, there's these pictures on it of. Of the mayor and this young, yes. this young woman. Mm, this young woman. And, and so Batman is trying to figure out like, you know, who is she? Where'd she come from? And they identify the places that, that the mayor and the young lady are leaving as the iceberg lounge nice or something like wow, that you like, remember that oh, that's it's true a, it's the iceberg lounge thank you I like, like, that's like that's that's the penguin that's, spot because oh, <laughs> he's the penguin because he's the penguin oh my god because he's the penguin okay, cool that's great I love so, that uh, so Batman goes to he fucking goes the, to the club and, and there's a I, techno fight I love a club fight and it's scene. way better than the club fight in the dark night and, it is, and no all, it absolutely and is and all here's what I would say that the action sequences aren't better than the dark night I would say they're about the same Mm. but the fighting is better the fighting is definitely better it's very yes, like the fighting is better of, it's pretty believable i also think that matt reeves kind of well in this case it helped he lingered on the club fight a little bit longer yeah. which which was which was fun oh yeah i forgot that we didn't get to our the first time we see batman he's stopping a group of teens from doing the knockout game from doing the knockout they <laughs> had like the phone which was just like I, at, my, at first i was like is this film at, it gonna be right wing because like the knockout game is just like something conservatives invented to be mad, to at, be for mad young at like people. local poc yeah. youths but there is a, there's a really valuable moment in in that scene although you're like batman is this really your top priority right now yeah. is stopping some teens from doing the knockout game yeah. but okay <laughs> but they he, like he saved like the guy and he's like huddling against the floor he's like don't hurt me. And you, the audience, was to go like, oh, because he's also violent. There's no difference between this violence and that violence. Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of what's going on. Like, blah, blah. and like, but, you know, the Batman was, was helping. Like, no, and then he just walks away. Yet. Yeah, he just walks away. Uh, he does a lot of slow walking in this. A lot of slow walking. It, it doesn't, he doesn't look very mobile in the suit. No, he doesn't. It's fine. It's fine. 
They not, almost none of them have. So Batman is they go to is the iceberg lounge, the iceberg lounge, and he's beating people up, and then the penguin goes taking the shit out of people. Hey, take it easy, sweetheart. Hey, take it easy, sweetheart. Come, come talk to me in private if you really want to talk. And so they do, and he's like, I don't fucking know who. Like, I don't the, know what the, you want to the, know. About I don't know the girl. This, this young lady. And then we see. Oh yeah, then we see Zoe Kravitz, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz stepping out. Legs first. We see her sexy legs first. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. And it's like these signature lace up. And she's yeah. all neoned out and yeah, her cute little bob wig. Yeah, she looks so cute. Pouty Actually, lips. And yeah, yeah, she looks features. great. She looks He's great. like, uh, it's fine, sweetheart. Come on in. And Batman looks at her and is just like, fuck, she's hot. But he's not like. It, he his he does the male gaze at her. He does, and she the male notices gaze. him doing the male gaze at her. Well, I mean, then the, the movie goes so far as to comment on that later on. We'll get to there. We'll get uh. there. But um, <laughs> this is the laugh of a person who <laughs> was taken with it, even though you it really works. So Batman is puzzling together parts of this conversation he's like oh shit zoe kravitz knows who this who this girl is and i'm right. trying to figure out what that is and so he follows her uh and then spies through her window at right. her he, like talking to her friend he does a little voyeurism but it's not like but it's not gross. well well we do see her like take off her pants but and she's put got on new like pants, she's got a Catwoman like, outfit but she's got like a tank top the whole time yeah, she looks good though she does look good for sure she does she's been I working mean, out yeah. I mean, that's the, her whole, that's what she's supposed to do. Her doing. waist is like, it's tiny. It's, yeah, it's she insane. looks great. Yeah, um, her body's insane in this. Her body's insane for this. People, we know that this is not something that the human person can achieve for long periods of time. No. We should not be idolizing this. That being said, she looks great. That being said, like, there, she looks really striking on film. She looks striking on film. And, There's no way around that. And she is better in this as an actor than I expected her to be. I think. I agree with that. And she also had the hardest job because she has some lines that are doozies. Yeah, she's got some real doozies. Uh, yeah. And she fights through them. She, she, yeah, she, she does her best. But we see Catwoman, she zips herself up into her little cat suit. Yeah, she goes to the mayor's house. She sneaks in and she's trying to crack the safe. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And that's then right. he appears that's, there. doesn't appear on the plot, so don't blame me. Oh. <laughs> and he appears and she's like, and there's a recurring theme of her being like, oh shit, like, what the fuck? Like, where'd you come from? Yeah. Uh, and then they oh, grapple. Oh yeah, they did this. They grapple. Yeah. They, and I, you know what? I'm going to give this movie huge points. They don't make her unrealistically strong and, and capable. No, he beats her. And she she's beaten by every man that she fights unless she has, like, the element of surprise right. and, like, serious leverage going on, which is which is realistic it's it's and she's she's very capable yes but it doesn't try to convince you that like she can beat robert pattinson in a hand-to-hand fight because immediately robert pattinson some other goons come into the room and he grabs her yeah and like holds her against him against a wall and it's kind of it's it's one of the more it's one of the more erotic i guess but like he's the the one who's like against the wall and she's like oh you have your hand over my mouth and i'm just like leaning against your body I didn't and breathing see it that way at all i did i did I see just, it I mean, maybe i was looking for it but i mean if so that's fine i just like i just didn't get any i i was looking for the vibes and i couldn't find them uh, that was the most we'll get to like when they like fully consummate their vibes which is like a complete pinpoint like tokyo drift turn yeah, out like, of huh? nowhere like, i like, like wasn't what? expecting them to do that yeah but okay, um sure. 
But anyway, so she kind of is like leaning into his body and she's like breathing with him. She's like, oh, okay. And then like, like the, the, the police guy leaves because like he's trying to like, protect the crime scene. Right. And he's like, all right, I need you to help me find out what like you know you can have you can find out what happened to your friend yeah it's her friend who was yeah, with yeah and her ex-roommate who was yeah her ex-roommate who was um, with this in these pictures yeah in the in the pictures the and so he's like you know i need you to like go back to the iceberg lounge mm-hmm. and it's like but it's not actually the iceberg lounge that she has to go to it's 44 below which yeah is which the is club the club underneath the club. it yeah and she knows about it he doesn't because he's square because he's a square but she's ba- cool. this batman's a square and she's cool yeah so she knows all about that um, and so she and like so this is a point where she like begins flirting with him and like he's just like mm doesn't like, re- like no. has no response no he like it. doesn't he doesn't reciprocate he doesn't seem like he just wants down, to do his but job. he's just like yeah he's just about doing the job and she gets uh the fun batman contacts which i thought were a really great addition mm-hmm. uh and also i think it helped ex- explain some of his staring because he's trying to get like yeah. a good look at it for the camera yeah, he, in has, his eye. he has cameras in the contacts in his eyes which is fine like i don't need which to... she then gives to zoe kravitz who goes on like a recon mission yeah because she's tr- she's trying to figure out she's interrogating some people mm-hmm. so she's walking through and she's like looking at different people and he's like slow down like i need to get ids on all of them mm-hmm. and he's noticing that like they're all staring back at her and he's like oh they have a real problem with eye contact and she's like yeah like doesn't that feel great like there's like a, there's like some comment like that it's like an active comment on the fact that like all these men are are like ogling her right in, and she in and the, the camera is the camera is tight as well. on her like the camera yeah. is showing her face yeah constantly and constantly it's, it looks good i mean like, her it's, face it's is beautiful. set up to look good yeah um but yeah it's interesting because like Robert Pattinson has like this like white knight problem with it where he's like yeah. he's mentioned be ogling with you and she's kind of yeah. like well I kind of like it so whatever it's, it's like, like I'm used to it yeah she's like she's used to like if, if there's one thing about her character and she anticipates she's that it. she's just like if I look back at that guy he's it's gonna, gonna come over to here and he's just and like, like what really and, and, <laughs> and like yeah and but she's not wrong that is what happens yeah it is what happens and so she ends up talking to the DA the DA who's just like this total like incel guy he's like, hey. who's just like hey um he's like one of the rubes and hustlers oh and they're, just they're like, dr- oh. drop heads that's that's the term for the the people who use the drugs that's that right. exist yeah. in this movie drop heads which is like all right sure sure that's fine um I guess and that sort of like makes it less intense than like heroin or something. then like you know she's getting like really emotional and like there's a, a girl that's kind of sitting by the DA who sounds like she knows her friend and she's mm-hmm. storming off and you know Batman is like what the fuck like I need you to go back in like stop like what are you doing do my detective stuff for me and she's like I don't give a shit I'm just I don't give a shit and then she runs into Falcone and there's like a Falcone. weirdness and he's like I, he's like oh you sit, you're in a relationship and she's like I wasn't in a oh. relationship <laughs> okay so this is the part where okay (laughs) (laughs) it's it's because he Um, likes this subplot i like this subplot i do not i think that Uh, it's so fucking stupid that he's her like we find out later that he's her dad okay so okay but let's unpack this because this is i'd like to unpack this i think this worked for me and it didn't for you and the reason is simply because of gender wow i'm just gonna say are you calling me a stupid woman no 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 I'm not saying you're a stupid woman. I'm just saying I think that the plotline hit different because I'm more amenable to it. You're more sympathetic to men? Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Or at least, okay, so basically what happens is we've already touched on how Robert Pattinson is a bit of like a white knight. He's just like a bit oh, of a oh. white knight. And so basically he's like, are you sleeping with, he assumes that she's yeah. sleeping with John Deturo, this mm-hmm. old crime boss. And he's just like, I can't imagine this hot girl sleeping with this hot, cr- this, this 
ugly old crime boss for money. Like that's so fucked up. Oh, it makes me feel so fucked. Um, but she's not. No. Her relationship not. with him is actually that he's her father. But he doesn't. But I. And I th- he not he does know it. I don't think that he knew until the end. Her mom, when she was little, like right. brought her to the club, like because she like her mom worked at the club and mm-hmm. like whatever. And she's like, you know, I always thought that like Falcone like looked at me a certain way, but I didn't understand until one day my mom told me that he was <clears throat> he was my father. Right. But at the end, there is a conflict. He's, this, he's, he kind of like you know, yeah, he sleeps around. He sleeps around. You know, he's a crime boss. But she's found out that. Uh, Falcone is responsible for her friend's death um, and she goes to confront him and she's like and he's kind of like looking her up and down like I want to I want to boink you and like and so it's like if he knows that she's his daughter why is that happening and then she's like I I'm Maria Kyle's daughter and this is for my mother right and he's like oh you're on my own flesh and blood like right. so it's like so he doesn't know okay but I guess just what I want to say is that sort of Batman's angst over this question and her sort of like, you think it's one way, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I like it. I I just, I don't. It's a little like the dialogue that, you know, we go through to talk about it is kind of clunky and like. <laughs> He's my father. Yeah, a little cringe, but like. like I, don't I don't think, know. I don't think that it does. I don't think that. That, that that it serves anything for her for him to be her father. But what is important is this idea of he's worried that she is corrupt somehow or like un, unprincipled in a way that he is not. Well, because we know that Batman is like obsessed with principle. Like to, to the point of it being like sort of unhealthy where Alfred, mm. like there's a scene early on where Alfred's just like, you know, you're spending all the family's money to yeah. do your vigilante stuff. Like you're going to get hurt. This is ridiculous. Like you're obsessed with it. And he's just like, I don't care about my money. Yeah. I don't care about any of that. My dad was like a good guy. And like, I'm like, I like all I care about is just like fighting crime. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and doing like the good thing. Yes. And anytime anyone does something like slightly not, boy scouty he's just like that's wrong yeah yeah he doesn't like that but we also learned that there is a connection between thomas wayne and falcone that uh you know dr wayne had like saved falcone from a bullet wound at some point and then there's another plot about like so this is way to the so the riddler is going around exposing the corruption right this is the, the riddler unlike the joker what the riddler wants is sort of the same thing Batman wants, which yes. is... Yes, he wants society to be better. Yeah, he wants justice served. Yes, yeah. But in a much more brutal it. way. Yeah, he, yeah he's not... He, he gets violent with it. Um, but we find out later that the Riddler has inspired by Batman. Yeah, that and he kind of sees them as, as colleagues right. in, in a way. Um, but so the Riddler is trying to expose corruption. And one of those things that we keep hearing about is the renewal fund, which is something mm-hmm. that, that the Wayne Enterprises or like, you know, you know, Thomas Wayne set up when mm-hmm. he was running for mayor. Mm-hmm. And then apparently there's a there was a journalist who like dug up some dirt on maria arkham i didn't realize that that was a martha martha arkham okay because like arkham asylum like i didn't realize that she that that was supposed to be like a thing i guess it was kind of his mom's maiden name yeah it's arkham and Uh, like those were like the two founding families of gotham the waynes and the and the arkhams 
but there was like some history about her where like she had uh, something going on like, she was like in, institutionalized herself or something for for a short time but then was uh, anyway so like there's yeah. the journalist does was, this like, all sound convoluted because it is because like the journalist was threatening to expose this and so wayne went to falcone who he had you know helped he had saved his life and right. he's like can you inti- like get rid of that guy and so right. falcone kills him and then falcone implies to to bruce wayne that it was actually maroney who had Thomas Wayne killed because the journalist was one of Maroney's journalists trying to like poison the the populace against the Waynes by like exposing the stuff about him. And then not even Ooh. one scene later, they're like, oh, never mind. It actually was Falcone that killed him. And I just like, why did, why did this have to happen? Yeah, exactly. So it's too and, much. And like now, you just went through that in about two minutes or, you know, yeah. less. The movie takes like two hours. Two hours to, to do that. that. Yes. Um, so, and then, and through, you know, through that, Bruce Wayne is like worried that his father wasn't, you know, the Boy Scout he thought he was. Yeah. He paid to have someone yeah. killed. But, but he didn't actually. But he just wanted to scare him. him right away. Like in the next scene, like there's yeah, no, right. there's no you're time right. for him to kind of process. Like it's resolved immediately. Yeah, it's immediately resolved. It's just like another sort of like mark in the book of like Bruce Wayne's moral purity. But it's like not. It's like I wish that we had learned about that. the Thomas Wayne stuff more towards the beginning you're of the right. film. Like that would have done something. But like I think that one of my complaints with the movie is is that it feels cluttered. Like that's it's just, very cluttered. it's very cluttered. And this is, none of that is really of necessary. None of that's really necessary. Like, and then the penguin is like a sub villain. The, the penguin um, is Falcone's right hand man. Right. But then later Falcone is, you know, killed. And so they imply that like, the, the penguin's now going to be taking over all of the operations. Right. Right. Um, and the penguin's kind of happy about it. And, yeah. and Selena Kyle, Catwoman, wants to kill Falcone, but Batman holds her away from doing yeah. it. He's like, don't, don't cross that line. Yeah, she's like, has like a gun. And there's like, there's a whole, there's also a kind of a thing that he makes about like, I, I don't use guns. And yeah. That's a, that's a Batman thing. That's he a doesn't Batman use thing. Guns. Yeah. But then he does use a gun in like the final confrontation with the Paul Dano uh, underlings. Where like one of them, like he kind of well, like, he mostly just lets them use lets their guns against against each other. Each other like, true, but like I guess to me, I don't really see that much of a difference. But if that has to, if that's Batman's, you know, if he's drawing the line there, then you know, good for him, I guess. I think that's fair. I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? He Batman's anti-gun, which means he's not a libertarian. Which means he's not a libertarian. But he's, that's why I'm saying I don't think yeah. it's a, a it's the correct reading of Batman. I think it he, Batman exists on more of a spiritual plane or like an ethical plane than politics. I, I think Batman has disdain for politics. I... We should say that the Riddler is very self-consciously like modeled, modeled after QAnon. Yes. I think in this. And like Trump, in the Trump internet. Okay, so something that I didn't like, I mean, I understand why they did mm-hmm. it, but like they have like the Riddler doing like social media. I know. I feel like they With, could like, have... the comments I, scrolling on the side. I sort of liked that, but, like, sometimes it was delivered in weird ways. Like, yeah. Th- the problem is, is, like... And this is not even a problem for the Batman. This is just something I've noticed generally, is that TV as an expository device is a lot quicker than, like, having a character pull out their phone and watching yeah. it. Yeah. Um, even though that's what would happen now. Mm-hmm. But 
but it's just like it doesn't quite look as cinematic to have someone do that so people avoid it but it always ends up feeling like who's watching cnn you know like who has who has that on on anymore you know unless you're at an airport or you're an old person and these people are old people but yeah but like they'll have like young people watching cnn it's like not that's not how it is but but it's more cinematic so yeah it's just whatever i guess so zoe kravitz is Catwoman has confronted her father mm-hmm. and uh, Batman stops her from killing him and he brings, he's like dragging him out of, out, of, out of the club and there's like a whole scene of like, you know, and it's like he's the rat slash he's like, it's revealed that Falcone is kind of basically like all of Gotham's justice system is on Falcone's payroll. Mm-hmm. Like the DA and that whole office was bought off. Like a lot of the, the boys in blue have been bought off. Right. Um, and so he's like in charge of everything. And right. so, and so part of the Riddler's thing has been like, he wants to expose mm-hmm. that corruption. And so one of the final uh, riddles is like, uh, when you find like the rat, uh, the rat with wings, bring him into the light. And so Batman does. And then the Riddler is actually up in another building and he shoots Falcone who dies. Okay. Yes, that's true. So this is also when it, like it, 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 this part kind of like the mob plot almost like drops out entirely at this so, point. So yeah. So what happens is we've missed two cool sequences though, that wrap this up, okay. which is one, there's like a sequence where this <clears throat> sort of the Rube guy who was into Selena Kyle before mm-hmm. has a bomb strapped to his neck by the Riddler. The DA. The DA. Yes. And he's just like, Oh fuck, I have a bomb strapped to my neck. And Batman's yeah. like, tell, you know, tell me what happened. And, and so, and the Riddler has duct taped a phone to this guy's right. hand, and he goes on video call. Yeah, he goes on. There's a lot of like, yeah, there is a lot of like Instagram video calling happening in this, which I like again, like I didn't mind as much. I mean, because like I have to admit, it's realistic. It's realistic, but the, oh, I was gonna say that the way they delivered it was a little awkward because they'd be like, oh, like. Well, showing it on the news, but then ha- they'd have like sort of like pink infographics with it, or like yeah. it's just like no, you need to like make everything darker. You yeah. need to make like this isn't right. Yeah, but like, it, and those by the way, those like sort of video addresses by the Riddler are like really well acted by they Paul are. Dando. Yeah, they're, they're really, really funny. Good. They're scary. Like, yeah, um, kind of like the Joker's video addresses in Dark Knight, but yeah. these are like on social media. Yeah. So and, and we also find out that the Riddler, much like. The kind of mind the Joker attracts. Oh, yeah. The, the Joker, ha- or the Riddler, has attracted minds also. He has 507 followers. He has followers. 507 followers, incel followers, who are yeah. willing to like go along with his, you know... His uh, insane plans. QAnon yeah. plans. Yeah. And it's definitely like a QAnon Because he's exposing corruption. Because these, these people aren't nihilists. They're like, yes. yeah, they're exposing the Illuminati plot. Yes. Behind the... Uh, behind everything. So we get the sequence of the DA who has the the bomb around his neck. Batman can't save him. No. So they, Batman they do, goes they, after they the do penguin. a bunch of they do a bunch of riddles. Yeah, they do a bunch of riddles. Which is like you got it's okay. I get it. It's yeah, the Riddler. You got a Hobbit ass sequence. A Hobbit ass sequence. In Die this Hard movie. Three ass sequence. What like Boom. whatever. Didn't it's work fine. Then. Um, too long now. So at this point, yes. So Batman goes after. Then we get a car chase. Yeah. We get a car chase of the, the Riddler, penguin. which is pretty fucking. It was probably one of the coolest like sequences in the movie yeah i think that like i mean batman takes damage takes a lot of he damage. takes damage even in, in the car scene like mm-hmm. he, he and his car are getting kind of fucked up and mm-hmm. there's the trailer moment of the penguin going i got you and, like because there's like a mm-hmm. big fire and then like the car comes through it and like yes i saw it in the trailer but it's still cool and they did they did a really good job building it and like all of like the car flips that the penguin yeah. goes like when his car crash and then they do like a fun like he's upside down and then you see 
Robert Pattinson like lean into the frame that the frame also kind of tilts like there's there's right. cool stuff in there no I mean it looks good we should say that it does not look Netflix ass like it, it looks, does not look like Netflix it looks good the movie looks good the shots are like very like you know like clearly thought was put into what's yes. selecting there's a really there's a lot of really cool shots in this and we should say that there was like a million trailers before this movie and yeah. most of them most of those movies look Netflix yeah like they look yeah. so Netflixy yeah unfortunately I agree but this movie doesn't so no, kudos this to is it. a real movie yeah this is a real movie so we we get to so he starts interrogating De Penguin and the Penguin and Colin Farrell is like He's comic relief. Up. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, and the uh, the audience. We went to the AMC, uh, yeah. and the audience really liked the penguin. Yeah, the and penguin so did was I. Good. He was yeah. great. Uh, yeah. He was funny. He was ma- he was making his quips, but it wasn't annoying. Like it was all no, like, no it was all soy dialogue. In. No, yeah, Which it wasn't soy. I, I would endeavor to define as because we we searched for a definition of soy mm. in previous episodes. I think maybe I've gotten a little closer to it when I say soy is any like comic relief that is commenting knowingly on the scene or genre and intentionally taking the air out of an otherwise serious situation. Yes. Like it's, it's any comic relief that ro- that is meta or robs the scene of gravitas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That deflates. Yeah. Which is what makes it bad because yes. like there is comic relief in this movie, but it exists within like the given circumstances of the scenes. Yes. Yeah. And so the penguin is, is doing some of that and they actually, I don't know. I guess it's fine. Like they have him, they find out the information that they need. And so they, 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 and by they, I mean Batman and Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the penguin, the penguin is still has like his hands kind of bound and his feet. And so he has to waddle mm-hmm. and it's like, because he's, he's the, the he's the, he's the penguin. He's yeah. going to the iceberg lounge. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's basically all we see of the penguin. But yeah, we see he him, makes the most of his time. Yeah. We, yeah. We see him at the, the very end of the movie where they're implying that he's going to be the new criminal. Right. But we're like halfway God. through the movie at this point. There's a lot of movie There's a left. lot of movie left. So let's get to it. Um, so the penguin's not the informant. He's like, what do you think I would do? I'm trying to move up in the world. Uh, I'm the penguin. So now we, we go to an orphanage. Because the Riddler has given us clues to yeah. get to an orphanage. And we find out that the Riddler was a resident at the orphanage and holds a grudge against the Wayne family. Because Bruce Wayne was the orphan who got everything handed to him and And the orphanage was meant to be sponsored by the wayne foundation right but it wasn't because it got the money all got siphoned away yeah um by corruption and like that is a bummer that's a that's Um, a huge bummer so the riddler kind of is making points but he's just like a serial killer so it's just like not really yeah but he's i mean he's he's making points he's making points i agree fundamentally yeah um He's, he, I think maybe he's also supposed to be like Antifa a little bit too. Like he's like QAnon, but he's also is just this like, like. Is this like Matt Reeves playing both sides? He's like, you're both. You're both it's like not. This. I would say it's like not that obnoxious. Like. Yeah. Because also I think this movie is commenting on the fact that like Batman, like. I don't think that Christopher Nolan's Batman was fundamentally conservative the way that some people think it was. Mm. But there are certainly a lot of fundamentally conservative fans of it. Yes. Um, 100%. So maybe you, maybe that tells you something too. But you know, I will say you know, we're not talking about, um, you know, we're just talking about the Dark Knight. But the Dark Knight Rises, I think, is much more conservative. That's true. That's true. That's, That's a, a pretty conservative movie. But the, but again, the Dark Knight in and of itself, like when it's right. on its own. Not really. Like, it's definitely, like, anti-anarchy. But that's not necessarily a conservative position to take. Right. Absolutely not. Because, 
like Western democratic liberalism is like also very anti-anarchy. It, it is. It is true. As we found out. Um, so they're going to this orphanage. Um, oh, and then there's a and sequence so th- this where... is how the, at the orphanage I'm also yeah, looking okay, now. Great. Um, this is how they discover that, and it's Jim Gordon and Batman, and they discover that Bruce Wayne is the next intended target. Right. And unfortunately, this actually ends up being Alfred. Oh, no, he because he opens, opens a letter bomb. The, that's meant for Batman, but he survives. He survives, And yes. he's in the hospital. And, he, and then they have a long conversation. And then you never see Alfred again. About, you know, whether his dad was good was good or bad yes bad and you know but it's fine and then the trailer part of where the riddler is at the cafe that that's <laughs> making that's happening a, now. a little a, a latte art latte art latte art question mark question mark um and he's captured and arrested there and then mm-hmm. he wants to talk to he wants to talk to batman to, to batman so batman comes and yes. he's to the hannibal lecter cell so the, yeah i and okay whatever yeah that was i what was the point of that big that big collar around his neck oh yeah it looked like he could just slip out of that it collar. looked like he could it was just very weird slip it over his <laughs> I head kept being like, like i'm pretty sure he can slip out i'm of just that. pretty sure this is not gonna be a problem for him but he's like there's this like collared uh riddler and he's just like oh batman like basically everything we just said like you know uh i believe you know like we're we're alike you we're and alike, i and like you know we were working on this together right like, you know uh, because i like, wanted to like, expose it i used like, you to do what i could yeah, he's like you know, I'm, you not, I'm not physically strong like yeah i got my mind you got that like and we did it like you brought him into the light and i shot him like it was like a tag team effort and batman's like oh uh, you're, you're nothing you're nothing like me. I know he and skips then, so and mad. And then Paul Dano is just like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, he's like, oh, "This crying. sucks. This isn't going how I wanted to." Oh, and it rocks. Like yeah, Paul Dano is crushing it. There was like it's a, a tweet sequence. that was just like, "Playing a Batman villain is your reward for like years of like good acting." Yes, it's like you just get you're just like, "All right, buddy, have fun. Just have that. fun. Just have fun. Yeah, Anything go balls you do, to nothing the wall. you do is too big. No, nothing you do is too big. It's great. And at this point, the Riddler reveals his plan that he's parked seven trucks. Right. Oh, no, he hasn't revealed that. He's like, I did something in the Batman, going to investigate. And the, like, what? he rips up this, the, the carpet in the Riddler's house, and oh there's God, a, yeah. a map of the city scratched into the floor. The Riddler should have just told him what he did I right there. I literally don't know. And then it should just happen. They but just instead, no, they to had to have, have another, another 15 minute sequence of him like discovering what the Riddler did. See, this, this is my biggest problem with the movie, <laughs> is just that, like, I don't really have a problem with anything that, ha- that happens in it, tonally, any of that. I just think, like, it takes way too long for everything to happen and there's no need for it yeah the riddler should have just said well the city's about to be flooded like i i'm exploding the seawall or whatever it yeah. is yeah but instead there has to be another 15 minute sequence where you, you're getting to the same conclusion yeah. anyway like there's nothing materially that changes by batman finding it out at the Riddler's house versus right. at jail with the Riddler. Oh, but Rachel, we get to see more of him as a detective, which is actually like how he more is in the comics. Doesn't shut that, up, shut isn't up, that shut cool? Shut up, nerd. Yeah, it sucks. I'm watching a movie. I don't care about this shit. shit. About that bullshit? No, I don't like that. But we discovered that- you care about that, turn this podcast off. There's also a um, political rally. It's a, it's a celebration for the, the mayor, uh, uh, AOC, who's been elected. Yeah, AOC and has won. It's at Gotham Square Garden. Which is like, why not just it's make it Madison just... Square Garden? I mean, I guess you'd have to pay for it if you made it Madison Square Garden. But I know, but it's like, come, it's like whatever. Okay, but it's Madison Square whatever. Garden. But it's Madison Square Garden. And then, everybody's there. Oh, the Riddler explodes the seawall. Because apparently Gotham is like... Below kind sea of level? Like, yeah, below sea level. Which also, though, I think at this point, New York certain places of it might but be I don't too. think it's like that where it's not like, quite as bad because like, like he explodes a, like the seawall and then all of a sudden like the, the entire island Gotham is, is flooded. flooded 
and, which I thought was like kind of a little climate change metaphor, to be honest. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I liked that. I sure. Was like, that's yeah, fine. Good yeah. job. Like no, the water's rising and he's like, still I have to do justice in the middle of this. So AOC has been elected. Mm-hmm. The water's rising because of the explosions. And also, even though the damn Riddler is imprisoned, that damn Riddler. he has his QAnon internet followers who are going to assassinate yeah. And they're all dressed up like him. And they're all dressed up like him and they're inspired by him. It's basically like January 6th at Madison Square Garden with climate change. With climate it's it's got everything. It's got everything. And you know what? It kind of worked for me. I clutter. I thought but I thought there was a lot of clutter in this movie, but I didn't think that was clutter. I thought it was a bit on the nose, but you know what? Fuck it. I just found a lot of the elements of the plot very protracted. And I, 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 I don't course. know. Absolutely. No, I'm not defending that. But I don't, I don't think that the, the decisions they chose to make with the themes of it were wrong. Okay. Because, because we've decided that Batman has to speak to our current moment mm-hmm. for some reason, even though he doesn't have to. But we've decided that he's going to. Well, we to. didn't get any more goofy Batman after fucking 9-11, so. Well, we were kind of pushed into it because we had the yeah. Dark Knight. Yeah. And then... We had the Dark Knight Rises, it was a little more conservative. Mm-hmm. Then it was less political with Justice League. Yeah. But then it was very political, or at least more, with Joker. Yeah. And so, so now, yeah. so like Batman, the onus is sort of on it now. Yeah. To, it can't get away from this. Yeah, it can't get away from this because, you know, the Joker's like a right-wing hero in some ways. Mm-hmm. Batman's thought of as like a right-wing, mm-hmm. like sort of uh, crypto, not crypto, but crypto, like fascist. Yeah, not um, crypto, but crypto. And so the movie meets it head on and it never veered into like woke exploitation for me. I, I, I agree that that's fine. I guess like in that way, I just, I, this is totally hypocritical of me, but I'm kind of like either you need to go farther or you just need to like take it out because then it's distracting when I don't feel the, then I, when I don't feel like the, like the themes or like those themes or ideas are fully developed and they're just kind of dangling. They're just kind of out there and I'm like, yeah, but like, what are you trying to say about that stuff? You can't just throw it in. I'll tell you what I think they're trying to mm-hmm. say, which is the, basically the same thing as the Dark Knight said, which is that the only certainty is like the purity of the will of the individual mm. represented by Batman. Batman has to, the only solution is for people to individually take up arms against not necessarily even like guns or anything no but like but, yeah but to sort of like join the spiritual war against wrongdoing yeah that's um, true it's on the individual which is a big ask and probably yeah. kind of like an impossible one yeah but that's what makes batman an american icon american icon i mean i would so i would like to talk about this final action sequence and then the mm-hmm. rest of the movie yes because for me, this final set piece like just didn't work at all. I thought it was good. I, I liked the rising water. I liked him fighting all the guys. I like, felt that there was just a lot of like. Selena Kyle comes and saves his ass. Uh, okay, like so she's supposed to. all right, so she, the, everyone so gets a little bit. He is, you know, he's he's fighting. She's also there, and she sees what's going on. She's going to rescue him, and then like he and she stops this guy from like basically like executing him he had like mm-hmm. the muzzle of the gun to like yeah. his his forehead mm-hmm. and then 
he's laying there because like he's he's been shot somewhere, damaged somehow, but it's not clear exactly to what extent. Mm-hmm. Like, is he act- is he in mortal danger? Is he fine? Mm-hmm. He gives himself some sort of injection. Oh yeah, yeah. He gives himself like basically like an adrenaline shot, and and that is done after. So she's rescued him, and she's like, "It's fine. It's all over now." And I'm like, I me sitting in the audience, I'm like, "It's really not all over. Like the the water's still have yeah. like it's not over." And then she gets attacked and she's like getting getting strangled or something. Mm-hmm. She's getting, you know, and then he gives himself the adrenaline thing and, and then he, he starts beating the yeah, shit. Yeah, he just out like pummels this, guy. this guy's face. And then she has to pull him off of like, him because she's like, yeah. Stop, you pulled me off of that yeah. one guy before and now I'm stopping you from killing by accident. And Commissioner Gordon's like, Jesus, take it easy. Jesus, yeah. Um and which so, I I liked that too. I don't know. I, like, I mean they, I guess they're building around his no kill thing, which I think is an important part of Batman. Sure. Sure, that's because fine. Because it goes with... Yeah, except for some of those people are definitely dead. Like, you don't get hit in the head that hard and survive. <laughs> All right, but that's like a... That's a, that's that's just, that's just that's part of the genre, I guess. Yeah. It's just accepting it's like, pow, that it's fine. Bah, wap, you know? Even like, though it's like, punched, wow, like, this person dead. is for sure dead. This person is for sure dead. For sure dead. But then, so so they, they defeat the QAnons, and mm-hmm. then, but like the, then the water the movie is still, still has ri- like half an hour. It's left. crazy. So the water is still rising, and then there's like an electrical thing, and Batman's like, he like goes and like jumps onto like the wire and, and then like, like cuts, cuts it, it and like kind of electrocutes himself, but he's fine. He's like, fine. And then he like pulls out a flare and starts pulling people out of the, and yeah, like you and, have this image of him safety. like, yeah. him charging into the darkness of the lone man, like yeah. pulling people out and inspiring and them to like flare. save themselves, which again is like, the individual, the individual, the individual. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, standing alone mm-hmm. and inspiring. And then, so they've got to they've got to tie up some some loose threads. So no, they don't. Is the thing though? They should have just ended the movie here. I think that I, I think that they, I think they can't. And your point was they can't because they've spent so much time lingering yes. on these things that you owe them. You owe them the closure. The closure and. I agree, I suppose, but then my response is like they shouldn't have fucking lingered on half of it. Then they shouldn't things. have lingered. So like the Batman is saying goodbye to Catwoman and that sequence That takes forever. It <laughs> takes so long. Oh, and we forgot that there's this we we forgot to talk about the one sequence in the middle where like Selena, Kyle, Catwoman and Batman are arguing. And like she's just like you're you are a little rich boy. Like, yeah, she's like, you know, I, she basically you sound she, like she, she basically just yeah. tells him that like he has white privilege yeah. and like she, she you know she you should know that she comes from tragedy just like him and yeah. like but also you know so she like dresses him down a little bit and then immediately does a 180 that's completely unmotivated and she's yeah. just like so you're kind of cute uh, and he's like, huh? And, and, and then she like kisses him, and he's just like, oh. And he's like, doesn't, he, like, doesn't react. Really respond to no. it, and it's just like, what? Like, whoa! Why and, is and any they don't of this kiss happening? for the rest of the movie? No. Like that's over. Uh, I think maybe they do like once at the end. Or, like I it's like a peck on the cheek. I don't think they do. I don't something. think they kiss. I kept waiting for some more smooching, but it wasn't happening. Yeah. So Zoe is uh, driving all of the energy in that direction because clearly she was instructed to, but it's not motivated no, by the script. No, not at all. Pattinson isn't receptive to it. I, I think he does a good job of being like, you know what, I got, I'm just too he's, busy. He's a good job being depressed, busy Batman. Yeah, but like, but also like looking at her with longing. So yeah, you're like, like, if only, you know, if only if I had only a normal I, life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If only I could have had a normal yeah. life, we could be together. And then at the end of the movie, she's just like, well, I'm going to go rob trust fund people. You want to come with? You want to come with? And he's like, no. And it's just like, dude, I would do that. Okay. It sounds okay. way cooler than what you're doing. And then I was confused when he was like, Zoe no. Kravitz. And then so a, a common a common theme, that's, or a thing that's been happening is like, 
they've been on their motorbikes together. And so I actually heard you <laughs> chuckle next to me. I so I'd really yeah. like you to talk through this because, sequence for me. Because they have this long fucking conversation about like whether she, you know, they should like go or stay in Gotham or whatever. And she's like, all right, well, I guess we're going to go two different directions. And then we're treated to like a, like a 90 second long, like motorcycle ride through like the country. Riding where together. Like are riding together. It's like, you know, when you watch a, like one of those old kind of movies off. and it's like they, they're riding horses and they're like, yeah, you know, racing each other kind yeah. of. And then they split off and he watches her disappear in the rear view mirror. And like, I guess like I would have been fine with that having been as long as it was because that's the end of the movie. But I would have. Well. We got one more thing uh, to talk about. That's before right. The yeah. Real end well, of but the that movie. was the end of the movie. Yeah. But before that happens, something else happens, which we'll get to. But that's the end of the movie, and I guess I would have been fine with that sequence lasting as long as it did if the movie had been fucking two hours and forty-seven minutes I long know. before that. That was just I like, know. why are we watching these people on their goddamn motorcycles? I had no charity left in me. And you're like, well, you're like, let this movie fucking end. And then we should say that the other thing that happens before that is we're back to the the damn Riddler. That goddamn Riddler. And he's talking he, he's, to the damn Joker. It's revealed to us slowly. So like he is through dialogue. He he's distraught because his plan has been thwarted in some way, mm-hmm. and then you see uh, the the kind of outline of this guy's face and he's like oh I'm so sorry he's like don't cry like Gotham, Gotham loves a, a comeback story he's like first you're on top of the world then you're a clown and, and everyone's like, like oh like, I think God. I did hear a couple people in the audience go ooh, ooh. and I was just like no you fucking rubes we're not gonna do the Joker again <laughs> no don't do it but they are and he, and he but starts we can't laughing get away from the Joker no and you know we so we talked a little bit um you know offline mm-hmm. about the Joker and the fact that like we've done so many jokers so two many. grown men have won oscars for being the joker yep. they sure america have. loves the joker. america loves the joker because the uh, because the um, the joker is america inventing a guy to get mad at yeah that person's not fucking real a man who just yeah believes only in chaos and it's just like the thing about that is like it's not interesting in, in and of itself well and here's the thing it's not like so someone mentioned uh that No Country for Old Men mm-hmm. came out the year before The Dark Knight. Mm. And that they kind of concern in some ways the same thing. Whereas like Cormac McCarthy is like always very interested in like, and the Coen brothers are too, in like the sort of randomness mm-hmm. of the universe and like mm. the brutal, like the unfairness and the brutality of, of like essentially like an uncaring universe. Mm-hmm. And there are people who like just do cruelty to do it. Mm. But... I mean, that is what the Joker... And that is, is what Anton Chigurh is, right? Yeah. He is like a kind of Joker figure. He also kind of... He's kind of two... But less theatrical. Two faces well because he's flipping the coin. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> exactly. So it's just like there's two movies kind of doing the same thematic Kind of doing the beats, same thing, yeah. But one is fucking Cormac McCarthy and the yeah. other one is Christopher Nolan. Yeah. So like what are we... It, it, I just think it would be sort of unfair mm-hmm. to discount the sort of mythic thematic interests of Batman on one side, if if we've also decided we're going to take a movie like No Country for Old Men seriously, mm-hmm. which I do. I yeah. think it's a masterpiece. Yeah. So. As much as I hate to say it, like, I think to... to it's also a very American to movie. To really understand Batman, you kind of have to understand America. <laughs> It's so lame to say it, but I think it's true. Uh, yeah. 
it sucks that like that's our, that's our like cultural legacy. Is it is Batman it's the and goddamn Joker locked <laughs> in a in a battle. With, Neither with can live bat- while the other survives. True. And like, and maybe like the so the Joker represents like the moral frontier, mm. where it's just like you know yeah. America must always have a frontier. Yeah, totally. And, you know, and when we ran out of the you know frontiers on land, we mm. you know we had to create them in our mind, which was you know which is terrorism and the war on terror the and the Joker. the. the the specter of the cold war truly like all these things is just like once the frontier is gone Mm -hmm. the next frontier is like our imagination wow and the joker represents what wow i really love that yeah yeah yeah. that's actually Uh, that's that's a it would be a great paper for you to write no i'm talking about it now so (laughs) that sounds like a lot of work so at the end of the movie we it it does set us up for for sequels so they have like uh, Robert Pattinson has a voiceover oh, talking about how Falcone is gone but like other people are gonna show up and like then it like pans like the the, the penguin looking over the city and then it does the Joker stuff and he's like mm-hmm. Gotham loves a comeback story and they both like laughing together and you're like oh my fucking god I can't believe that you're doing this again and then I think that like the Selena Kyle thing is also left they're also gonna open. do two shows like certainly I'm sure she wants to come back and play them she's her Q score has never been higher yep. than the Q what score. she's done for Catwoman yep. with Catwoman. Yep. So, um, uh, and I also would like to mention part. Uh, so, you know, you did look it up after and like, there are going to be two more movies mm-hmm. associated with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and a show or two. And, and a show or two apparently. And uh, before the movie started, they showed us like a, like a DC, like just an ad for like oh, all the yeah. DC movies coming out this like year. And it was like showing clips of the Batman before we watched the Batman. Like stop fucking showing me we this shit. We got some Ezra Miller soy dialogue. Oh, he's so soy. God fucking yeah. damn it. We actually saw two Ezra Miller things today because it was also oh, the secrets oh, of the Dumbledore. The fantastic beasts of the wild. Of, <laughs> terrible, of the terrible shit. The secrets of Grindelwald. And, and then, Dumbledore. so aside from seeing the actual, that DC promo, we also saw actually the trailer for another Batman movie. Oh my god, that did not go over well in the theater. Yeah, it's like some sort of like do- animated dog Batman movie starring Dwayne the oh, Rock yeah, Johnson, like the and Kevin Hart. Oh, it's like Pets of DC starring Dwayne and Kevin. Yeah, it looked it looked like absolute like visually garbage. Dog food for rubes. Yeah, really really like it's, it's got to be for babies, right? It's, yeah, it's just like and like probably like sorry, but like indentured servants made this movie like animate like non-union animators who were yeah. like chained to yeah. like their computers somewhere and they had to make this. this it's terrible yeah it was terrible and honestly like i mean i i think it didn't ultimately impact the movie for me but it did like quell some of my excitement <laughs> did, i was like yeah like seeing it i was like oh batman sucks oh batman sucks well and that's the sort of like that's the thing i think we should get at too is just like yeah like we said before like this is america's current cultural legacy Mm. is these goddamn superhero blockbuster movies. Yeah. And, you know, here we fucking are. We get the world we deserve. And God, you're so right. That's what, this is what we have. We're fucking augers reading the tea leaves of fucking culture through. The only culture that's left to us, the only mass media that's left, mm-hmm. which is, Blockbuster, superhero. blockbuster, superhero films, superhero or, or intellect, yeah, it, like yeah. leveraged intellectual property, yeah, from the twentieth century, yeah, 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 and then just like slap a fresh coat of twenty first century paint but, on but it. But why wouldn't we? Because we don't have, we're not, we're like <laughs> we can go off the fucking rails here, but like we're not ascended. 
all we can do is just yeah. play in the sandbox of the past like yeah. because we're not an empire like we're we're weakened all we can do is sanction russia That's you know like do. not saying yeah. we should like fight russia but i'm just saying like yeah all the the american brand does not inspire and and this movie's depressed about that this movie's very this movie because like he, this batman is depressed yeah this batman so is is on ssris and can't fuck this yeah. batman yeah. like doesn't you know, and I would can't own his like, eroticism and is depressed about the fact that he has to dispense justice because he feels yeah. like he has white privilege. Yeah, and he owes it. He owes it. Yeah, and that he's guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this Batman is a guilty Westerner. Yeah, a guilty rich Westerner. Yeah, he for sure is. I mean, I think it's an interesting comment you make about our culture not being ascendant. Um, when you can, and, and especially talking about it in terms of like, we kind of ended up like this because like we are diminished. Mm-hmm. You're like weekend. And I would also, I would like to kind of look over across the Pacific ocean at mm-hmm. Japan, who mm. I think has a very advanced media culture. Absolutely. In, in response from, in, in my opinion, and I've said this to you before, like when Japan was like uh, effectively neutered after world war two, it's mm-hmm. like, well, what do you like? What do you do? Like, how do you keep some sort of power and it's like been through having an extremely cool culture Absolutely. Uh, and it's cool like cool media that like has really like influenced mm-hmm. stuff globally We're seeing and, that with and also like it go it goes in interesting places that i don't really see mainstream american media going very often i think that that's going to be an assignment for us is to mm-hmm. sort of watch some um korean and japanese films yeah and, and then hopefully also some chinese films not just Taiwanese, but also mainland Chinese films. I want to watch some. They're in their Saving Private Ryan era. Yeah, I want to watch movies with like with the American dogs. Yeah, like propaganda films. Yeah, I want to watch some Chinese propaganda films for sure. Um, I'm come into contact with a lot of mainland Chinese films for my job. Yeah, in your line of work. And um, I was saying to my roommate recently that they're like they all kind of end like Tartuffe ends. If anyone's familiar with the French play by Moliere, which was written during the reign of like I think. Louis the 14th or the 15th no the Sun King uh no asshole but reigned forever and like the end of the play is just like oh everything that happened uh actually the, the king literally enters the stage in act five and he's just like <laughs> I I think you should act this way and everyone's like oh you're right king and he's just like and I sanction everything that has occurred on this stage in the name of the state and like that's how every Chinese movie ends now it, cool. or like mainland Chinese movie ends which is just like the events depicted here were honorable and righteous and endorsed by the state and like, cool Approved. cool thanks cool um which is not so different than what American movies do but just like they uh, just no, kind of but- have like a little way more heavy-handed or perhaps you know. way more honest approach. Or more, yeah, exactly, way more like honest the, approach. The whole American cinema deal with, like, with the military is a whole mm-hmm. thing that, like, I don't want to discuss right now because I'm tired, but there's lots to be said there. Yeah, like, those are propaganda films. Yeah, they're product, they're, yeah, the Transformers movies are propaganda films. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 100%. A lot of those 80s movies are, and yeah. Rambo, and all that stuff. So sequels. all this is to say, like, we're not better than anyone else. Absolutely, we're not saying that. We're just interested in, you know, the different ways. In the ways it manifests across cultures. Yeah, exactly. The way political discourse presents itself in... We love the discourse. What I'm saying is... That's what you have to look forward to. That's what you have to look forward to. I mean, this is not a politics podcast, but this is an ideology Yeah, I think we're just... We're interested in ideology. We're interested in just like the way people process things sort of like psychologically reading the 
yeah signs and signifiers and Mm -hmm. you know uh and wishing batman could be horny yeah not taking it too seriously but i mean sorry this is like all that's left is this is all that's left man (laughs) it's just looking at culture this way maybe you don't like it this movie is very depressing it's better than fucking cinema sins way to look at movies it's like "Mm, this this is wrong yeah so i mean i guess uh, should people watch the batman yeah i would say it's essential viewing actually i would go so far as to say that but Essential viewing for whom? Everyone. Yeah. So what are you going to, if you had to give this a kind of a rating? Yeah. Um, so I didn't know how I felt about it, but now that I've talked about it, I would probably give it a B minus, you know, just because. What are the, yeah, what is it really losing points on? It's just honestly, what it lose points is, it's just so needlessly convoluted and you could like, this movie could be two hours long. If you made it shorter, it could also, it would end up being more focused and less cluttered. Like that is just kind of something that would happen. Easily get 47 minutes cut out of this movie, which is an insane thing to say, but But it would not be hard and it would make it a better movie. Yeah, it would. It would make it a better movie. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, definitely you should, you should see this movie. Uh, The Enferilment just wanted to, yep put that out there i know we have the reconnaissance but um the inferilment started around the lobster mm-hmm. era and you know we just remarked that he like colin farrell will, like put out three great movies a year every three years and yeah just, and then like, just being shit or nothing aside yeah, from that yeah he rocks he I rocks no farrell. i'm i'm a huge, I'm a huge colin he farrell needs to fan. have more buzz he needs to have more buzz maybe he's gonna get it now yeah this is great that um was the batman that was the ba- yeah the batman uh watch it um if you can find a way to like go to the bathroom in the middle of it, you should God, maybe do get that. Get an edge seat, perhaps. Yeah, get an edge seat. Or, it's or long. go to a place where there's a lot of room. Because we yeah. saw it in an AMC, and there's just like there's no room. There's just no room. Like, you feel like you're gonna fall down the stairs. Oh, it's really scary, actually. <laughs> yeah, the aisles no, we don't like that. Yeah. Um, so thank you for listening, and um, I hope that you like Batman. I yeah. guess I hope you like it, because otherwise that would be sad, waste of time. Bye.